0: To this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace, and I'm very sorry if you only listen for Re because Re is taking the week off. But I am not alone. Instead, I have a very special guest. You may know her from all the times we've dropped her name on the pod, <laughs> from her incredible shit posting on Twitter, uh, or probably most importantly from her own podcast, A Hill to Die On. Uh, Josie,
1: welcome. Hi, Jace, Thank you for having me on. Um, yes, this is an appropriate space for me with the unhinged part. Um, <laughs> I was wondering why I was asked on. Now I understand. <laughs>
0: yeah, Rhi and I were like, we need to make a list of our most unhinged friends. <laughs> uh, and Josie was all the way at the top.
1: Oh, my God. Um, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: um. So your pod, a hill to die on, that is very different to and I's pod. Uh, you host with your friend Kara, mm-hmm. and where yours, where ours is kind of like just talking shit. We never really have a plan. You and Kara have quite a structured uh, way that you do your pod.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, would you like me to kind of give the listeners a bit of a rundown of what it is? Yeah, tell us, yeah. Tell us about it. So, well, the backstory is you know, Cara and I, um, longtime friends, um, they live in Melbourne, I'm in Brisbane, and we always just get into rants to each other, like echo chamber, mm-hmm. about whatever topic it is. It could be big, small, whatever. And then, you know, as people especially white people want to do they're like wow we should really put our opinions into podcast form so people can listen to them people want to hear this yeah um but I was like oh look you know um because we both uh you know have upbringings where we're constantly worried that we are narcissists because you know being told oh it's all about yeah. you isn't it you know that old chestnut we were like well we can't yep. we can't just like we didn't want to be presumptuous and think that people wanted to just listen to our opinions so we're like fuck all right well we've got to try and have like a little like a thing to this and so basically long story short the format of the podcast is that we first ask a question like there's a topic we give our um full-throated opinions on it and then we go away and we actually look into what's what and we develop our opinions even more. And we decide whether our initial hill was worth dying on in the first place. Um, and because I'm very smart and right all the time, I've rarely changed hills. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, nah, no, nah, not really. Um, it's taught me a lot. And um, But yeah, if folks want to give it a listen, we you can jump in at any episode. We cover things as serious as capital punishment to things as silly mm-hmm. as should you eat food off the floor. So, you know, there's no, there's no consistency to it.
0: Which I, I love because I like to rant about everything as well, um, and sometimes my rants are warranted and sometimes it is a tiny little thing that has just <laughs> just, just got into the right, the very mm-hmm. right spot in my head and just pissed me off. So the fact that you both have either very important topics or just trivial little
1: things, yeah. that gets me. It's just right in my heart. I love it. <laughs> well, the, the next one that we're going to be releasing on our Patreon uh, feed is actually one from this very podcast uh you folks (gasps) Uh, asked whether or not we should be using uh our phones on the toilet and uh you're gonna have to wait until (laughs) I eventually edit and release that to find out um I'm yeah no uh, spoilers
0: I'm very nervous because I remember watching uh shows on uh I can't remember what it was, but it was probably one of those um, How Clean Is Your House type shows <laughs> where they go in and they, like, swipe the remote controls and then do the um, the lab tests and you find out how absolutely filthy remote controls to TVs are. Ugh. And that has, like, it's really weird because especially even with your um, – with your podcast I'll listen and I'll go oh I shouldn't be doing that then and then as soon as the podcast's over it's gone I've I've lost oh yeah it's gone (laughs) so I'll watch it and I remember how disgusting the remote controls are but I'll still pick it up I'll still like rest it on my face I'll still like rub the buttons on my cheek because it feels nice (laughs) and part of me is like this is disgusting but a bigger part is like is is it really worth not feeling that like is it worth changing my habits in order to not be so disgusting and I
1: think no I look honestly that's basically where I'm at I'm like you know maybe don't rub your phone or your remote like into an open wound but you know but that, that's kind of where I sit okay that's disgusting Jace well, is just I was pretending to lick their phone um, I'm glad uh, right. I'm glad you said pretending
0: because I really wasn't doing it but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you remember a little while ago on the internet, it went around where someone was like, oh, I just discovered that you can unlock your phone and use your phone with your tongue instead of your finger. And
1: then everyone was going around <laughs> licking <No>? their phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh my God. So they were bullshitting and they yeah. were just making people be, oh, that's, yeah. pu- that's so mean. That's so I know. mean. It's it's, so it reminds me of like <laughs> the fucking... Um, the the photo of someone that got like an ipad and it was supposed to be scales and then they stood on their ipad and oh, it cried. No.
0: See,
1: uh.
0: i've mentioned on this podcast before how i used to prank a lot when i was like very young 18 19 and now i can't stand it because i don't like people being embarrassed and it's like oh i won't fall for anything now but at the same time a very large part of my brain will go I want to try that I want to do that I just want to like it's probably not going to work but I just I want to try it
1: it's bad yes because I know yeah I'll it's get the poor it. impulse control that we all uh, mm-hmm. are, are afflicted with yeah like there's um there you know the um, Japanese curry blocks you can get from mm-hmm. the supermarket and it's like makes the sauce and when you open it it looks like chocolate and it takes all of <laughs> my will to not just bite into it just to see what it's like because it's like yeah it looks like chocolate it smells good not like chocolate but it smells good and it's kind of slimy and I want to know what that's like in my mouth um and I posted that to Twitter and and some people who apparently somehow have worse impulse impulse control than I do um (laughs) tried it and said do not um yeah oh by the way this thing that I'm pointing Mm -hmm. to on screen um that was just a mole well it was a it's a new mole and I (laughs) Mm -hmm. thought it was a pimple so I just got both hands and tried squeezing it because I thought it was a pimple and now I have a big bruise and like egg on my chin yeah anyway just in case you're wondering what that is I didn't get into a cool fight or anything I was wondering why you looked so fucking hideous today. I was like, Ugh! Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> there, are many, there are many factors.
0: <laughs> no, you're beautiful. Shut up. Mm. Um, Thank you. One, <laughs> this is what I do here. I just, I just compliment. Ray always talks about how I'm so nice to them on air and I'm always like, oh my God, you look so nice. And then like in our private group chats, I'm like, fuck you. You're your like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm nice. And they actually had to go through our group chat, uh, like our chat, um, and prove to them that I'm a nice person. I'm like, no, remember when I said this nice thing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, scrolling up a few minutes.
0: Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna scroll past all the times when I have uh talked about your IBS and. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. No, <laughs> this is the thing that the the main purpose of group chats is. To talk about poo, that's yeah. Anyone who disputes that is a liar.
0: Yep, yeah,
1: yeah I yeah, pretty much. Yeah, if you can't
0: talk about it in in a circle of some of your maybe not even closest friends, in like a no. circle of people, where can you other than Twitter?
1: I, guess. Uh, I I even have you know I think that one of the things I I have a lot of friends. Sorry, sorry to brag. Oh, bragging. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's because I'm, I'm able to, like, take friendships as they come. And mm-hmm. one of my friendships that I have with someone, we don't really talk all that often. She knows I'd have her back no matter what. But all we talk about, well, she sends me recordings of her farts and I just laugh at them. <laughs> and that's that's literally <laughs> that's the extent the of it. Yeah,
0: I think yeah, that's and that's beautiful. okay. She's my
1: fart friend and that's... That's beautiful Aww.
0: to me. <laughs> oh, my God. That is lovely. <laughs> I have this friend. where, You know how there was that um, thing probably last week where that that um, kidney donator thing oh, that was bad happening? Bad art
1: friend. Yeah,
0: bad art friend. I was thinking about that. And so for people that don't know – do you want to give it like a little rundown and then I'll... Oh, yeah. Because my all brain right, is a all bit... All right, all right, I've like, I feel like portions of the story have like fallen away from my memory. Yeah, it's so a can't... lot. <laughs> it,
1: it is a piece. Like I would not be surprised if there are like theses that come out of this one story. So basically, by the way, um, sorry, folks, if you can hear my child in the background, Um just got home. <laughs> I've um, banished
0: my children to the other side of the house. Uh, I'm like, go nice. and play <laughs> Xbox in the room. Do they with their father. Yeah. I
1: haven't just been like,
0: go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Same with, yeah. <laughs> same with,
1: same with, um, with but um, I was like, do whatever it takes to keep them quiet. <laughs> Even if it's YouTube, like just do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, sorry. Um, so Bad Art Friend, it was this piece um, In, I guess, the fucking New York Times or something. But basically Mm. what happened was that it starts off, there's this writer and she decided one time to donate her kidney. And not just to, like, you know, she didn't, it wasn't to a family member. She wanted to donate it and whoever was next and was a match is who she would donate it to.
2: Very nice Um, thing to do.
1: Very lovely. Great. You know, it is a life-changing event and really important to her. So she made this group. Um, about her journey with this kidney thing and posted about it all the time and kept talking about it. And it was like, in this group, it was like all these like writer friends Mm -hmm. and people who she believed to be her friends. Um, And she noticed that this one writer had never mentioned, had never liked a post, had never commented on a post. And so this writer, who, of course, is doing this for very unselfish reasons um, and not for her own gratification at all. No. Which I could dig into in itself. I don't... Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, she messaged this... That's a hill. This, that's that's a that's hill. A, oh, she, bad art... Oh, my God. Bad <gasps> art friend hill. Is,
0: See, yeah. again, on this part, Rees not even here and still we're dishing out free ideas. I know. Wow.
1: <laughs> She's start charging. <laughs> Re, your spirit lives on. Um, and so... There's this one particular writer who the kidney lady confronts and is like, hey, why haven't you congratulated me on my kidney or something like that? As you do. As you do. I mean. Like, you just haven't commented? You haven't interacted with me at all? And i like, just, okay. Which, you know, okay, all right. Um, You know, we make fun of this as we're on a podcast called Do You Still Like Me? So I feel like it's a bit rich. (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay but it's only okay when we do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) so okay sorry everyone I'm really I'm I have ADHD it's ableist if you like can't follow this
0: (laughs) it's so funny because I have um in finding someone to um fill in for re this week I've picked someone else who has ADHD so now it's like we've gone from two hosts with ADHD to a host and a guest And they both also have ADHD and then we're trying to tell a story. (laughs) And that's
1: fucking hopeless. (laughs) You're welcome, everybody. (laughs) Hang in there, folks. I can't tell you that it will be rewarding, but just do it, please. Um, Uh, So, yeah. So where are we? All right. um, She didn't say anything about the kidney donation. Right, exactly. So time went on um, and the kidney thing happened and one day, a gentleman, I think it was it Tom Meek. I don't know. He's, I'm, I'm sus. There's this one fella who in a post tagged the kidney lady mm-hmm. saying, wow, this piece of fiction reminds me of your journey. And this piece of fiction was written by the friend who didn't interact in the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And so Kidney Lady was like, hold on, what? And she read this story by, what are we going to call the friend? I don't remember her mm. name. Anyway, um, Story Lady. So Story Lady wrote this piece of fucking fiction about this self-centered, like, white, privileged woman <laughs> Um who like I don't know donates a kidney or something I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that was it um and she's like whoa (laughs) like hold the phone kidney lady messages like the the story lady is like what the fuck anyway it kind of unravels and there's this whole conversation about whether story lady was right or wrong in including this journey you know Mm -hmm. drawing from inspiration um and it's sort of like, I went through this roller coaster. I don't know about you, but like reading it, I was like, oh, oh okay. Well, you know, yeah, sure. You can draw inspiration from things around you. That's fine. You know, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out that like fucking she, this story lady, like plagiarized this very personal letter in her story that was written by Kidney Friend, that Kidney Friend posted to her kidney group it's very f scott fitzgerald of story lady isn't it oh like, just directly oh it, <laughs> oh oh oh, absolutely yes yes sorry i forgot about the whole zelda thing. <laughs> How um could you? that that other thing um so anyway it fucking devolves and it ends up there's now like a thing where group chats have been subpoenaed and it turns out that mm-hmm. all of these writers were bitching about Kidney Lady and talking about how self-centered and like privileged she is, and like it, like I think it supposedly like proved that like she was using it in her story. I don't know where it's at, but I was mortified and I didn't like anyone. I thought they were all rubbish, and yet I could also identify with everyone in that story. Yeah, um, I was
0: the exact.
1: I, same. I, I truly recommend that people read it because I think yeah it's a time it's a and the and the idea of having a group chats group, group chat subpoenaed uh uh-uh. uh 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 I know i every time <laughs> anyone mentions
0: the group chat group chat I just did the same fucking thing in group chat uh group chat myself um chat. i just every, <laughs> anytime anyone mentions the group chat being subpoenaed, I get goosebumps because I'm like. If anyone ever subpoenaed my fucking group chats or my private DMs, oh, Oh,
1: my God. The dirt,
0: the absolute dirt. People think I'm a nice person, and then I will say I'm not a nice person, trust me, and they'll be like, no, no, you are. I'm like, okay, well, just wait for the day that my messages get subpoenaed, and then you'll see how horrible I am. Because I,
1: God, I don't. Mine, Mine, so I'm not too worried, like, Personally, because the, the most damning stuff I say is hopefully not actionable <sighs> threats against people mm-hmm. in power. That's mostly who I bitch about. So, um, you know, and, you know, ASIO are allowed to read our messages anyway, so it's like whatever. <laughs> the people who who should be caring can see them anyway.
0: I'm not going to perform a terrorist attack. And then the government writes a, a novel based on your um, private messages. Oh, <laughs> <gasps>
1: oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so, okay. For any aspiring authors out there, concept. <laughs> ASIO agent. Really hates their job. Really just wants to be an author. <gasps> um, starts reading through messages and just gains inspiration from all this juicy gossip that they're seeing all the time.
0: Anyway. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go with this. Okay, <laughs> she's 45. Yes. Uh, she has a husband who has not touched her or looked at her in about, let's go with 16 years. All right. Every day she goes into the office. She's wearing the same itchy suit. It's a horrible environment. It's, it's full of just men. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's like one of the only women, and she's got this big ass cup of coffee. It's probably in some sort of novelty mug, a little giraffe on the side. Yeah, there we go. And the and the handle is the giraffe's neck. So like, I want this cup. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's um, if anyone There's throws so pottery out there, um, Ooh. she's just sick of it. She's sick of life. The kids are moved out of home. Uh, she had kids very very young, like very be young. me. <laughs> me, either. they're gone. And she's got nothing, like you said, joyless, absolutely nothing going on in her life. So then as she's reading, she realizes that the keywords she can type in, uh, she doesn't have to just use the terrorist threat ones. So she starts typing (laughs) in like cheating and um, stuff like that. And that's how she gets her ideas. She reads all of these in these stories about uh, romance and cheating and stuff, and then that's how she writes her romance books.
1: And then she gets really, really famous off it. I'm getting ideas for genres. Like maybe one time she starts falling in love with someone, or wants Ooh. to go and warn them, or there's you could do you could do a thriller offshoot, you could do romance. Mm-hmm. There's a whole universe. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking, uh, one of
0: these days, her books. They gain so much popularity, but one of them, the person whose conversations that she stole these things from realizes. And <laughs> then it turns into like a thriller. It can be like a, yeah, like the person tracks this woman down.
1: Ooh. And, but. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Folks, seriously. Just so many ideas here. Should we make? Should we make this a movie? Should we pitch it to someone who would do it? <laughs> who wants to do it? Well, is it pro or? or well, no, Asia. So the government won't want to pick it up because they're like, oh, we shouldn't mm. show that. Um. Oh, Russian intelligence, because we'll show that Australia or the US or something are the ones looking. Yeah. So we pitch it to someone. Cuba, we'd be we we'd be breaking some sanctions, but. <laughs> yeah among us hasn't before
0: is there a way is there a way that we can maybe change it to be like a social media platform that does it and she yes. works for a social media platform mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm, yes that way we don't have to worry we only have to worry about zuckerberg which whatever i could take him in a fight anyway easily yeah she works for a social media platform but it's still still the same lifeless, yeah she's a moderator sort of thing yeah still the same lifeless job like she's got no joy mm-hmm. And, okay, so this is a movie now, guys. It's not a novel. It's it's a movie. <laughs> it's in this sort of Google-esque, you know how all those startups are fun and they've got ball pits and rock climbing walls and shit. Unicycles, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's that. That's the background. And you pan across all of this stuff that's like fun and stuff. And then you just see this sad woman walking in with her giraffe mug and sits down at her desk, mm-hmm. and all of this you can is going hear the friction her. of her thighs as she walks,
1: Mm-hmm. because it's that polyester fabric. And the entire time, she's like, "I really hope no one can hear that." And she tries to walk with her legs slightly more ajar so it doesn't happen as much. And then she just looks like a <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience.
0: <laughs> no, no, not at all. This isn't like traumatic at all. We don't talk about trauma on this podcast. <gasps> what are you talking about? <laughs> so good. I have none. Oh, <laughs> well then what the fuck are you even here? for? No yeah. jokes. I know all your trauma. <laughs> yeah, but I follow you on Twitter. Of course, I know your trauma. Um, who's going to be playing
1: our uh, woman, our lead woman? So oh, she can't. She can't be because I don't like her. Mm. She's too old now. But I'm getting like someone with a Rosie O'Donnell vibe. Mm, um... But it needs to be less butch, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll circle back around to that one. Okay. Do you have any ideas? Thinking a brunette.
0: Yes. All I can see is like a brunette, not skinny. No. Um I don't know. We need a good actor who can like just really portray the sadness. <laughs> we need someone with no light behind the eyes.
1: <laughs> hmm. Who can look like shit? <laughs> Me,
0: I'll play it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's this role made for me. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it's almost like I wrote it. Yeah. Uh, no, we need someone. Hmm, Melissa McCarthy, possibly, to do it.
1: That's kind of the vibe I was going for. She's doing a lot more um, serious stuff now, mm. so maybe she'd be into it.
0: She who could do you be think
1: the it. love interest should be? Or is there a, No, sorry, like the, the one who ends up finding what oh, okay. is is it a okay here we go how okay. about this it's both so the love
0: interest <gasps> and the murderer so the guy is like wooing her to ah. psychologically traumatize her but also could like in the end kill her so he's like okay for some reason jamie Dornan is coming to mind
1: <laughs> is that <laughs> like who's that, is that that's the, the 50 from, shades like, of gray guy who walks he was like the first horse. one i thought about as well because i think he's, oh my god he's in yeah isn't he in like a series with um x-files chick where he's yes. like a charming killer so yep. that's probably yep. why I, I've got yeah that probably mind.
0: maybe we should um, like branch out a bit
1: yeah <gasps> no i couldn't <laughs> do that too uh i was gonna say <laughs> wonder i was gonna say what about elliot page have some trans representation but i couldn't have him doing that <laughs> That's very JK Rowling of you to have a trans it person is. be the killer. Be the killer! <laughs> exactly. I'm so problematic.
0: And then you take off your head wrap and you're just JK Rowling under there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I knew
1: it! I fucking knew it. If it, it wasn't for sense those damn kids. <laughs> um, Shit, yeah. I,
0: I, feel know, I don't like, know. I feel like our main two have to be white and cis because they're like horrible yes, people. that's true. Um. <sighs> Yeah, we can also. I don't know. Maybe mm, uh, I hate. Let's not have cops in it, but let's have like a really good private detective.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're cops who are like are too unhinged to be, even be cops, which is su- such yeah. a fucking low bar. Oh. <laughs> oh man.
0: So like um. Sorry, I've I'm, um, I'm just what, lost in me. this universe I'm just, I'm just. I love no, it. Not a good I really idea. want to make it. I want to make it. Um, I feel okay. Like, I want Raul Coley to be mm-hmm. this, like, um, the guy who did I, Zombie*, Midnight Mass. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And Bly Manor. I want him to be, like, the, the private detective guy. Yes. Because I think that he, A, is nice to look at, and I also really think he's funny on his, like, Twitter. And he just has that sort of look about him that he could, like, solve shit and save the day but also not be a cop for it
1: <laughs> i like that just there for the pure <laughs> justice exactly
0: he's got no ulterior motives mm. who's he's the mike zuckerberg just... he could be a journalist
1: oh um because he's got a he's got to appear sometimes mm. um i don't th- <laughs> i don't think there's anyone worse than mike zuckerberg it's ex- and the yeah, dude can really him. Hard, in, isn't it? Yeah. Because like, yeah, all I'm thinking is Jesse Eisenberg, but Yeah. That's been be. done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then we're the one plagiar- ones plagiarizing. We're being the bad art friends. Oh god, that's us. Um I feel like he has to be really young, like twenty five at the most, because then you've got that juxtaposition yes. of the big boss CEO is much more. Being a little kid, than... yes.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um Spider Man. I have to
0: Oh, Tom Holland. Yeah, that could be a really interesting role for him, actually. I think. I think.
1: I think. I'll give. It, I'll send him a DM and be like, "Hey, yeah, do it."
0: Be like, "We've got this movie we want to pitch to you." Um, okay, so this woman, Melissa McCarthy, starts writing these romance novels based on everyone's private conversations. She mm-hmm. fucking hates her life. She hates mm-hmm. her boss because he's this little fucking wanker who's like always. Tom Paul's gonna love face, this. So. Oh, Tom, we think you're perfect. You're playing this little wanker. <laughs> the role is literally written for you. Um I just feel like he needs to do something like that. He's yes. got this cool like this cute, cool little uh Peter Parker thing going on, which is awesome. But then you gotta give him this. I feel like he could really sink his teeth into a wanker boss CEO role. Yeah, that sounds great. And he wears like, Melissa McCarthy wears these scratchy suits to work and then Tom Holland always rocks up in like um, shorts and like just the most the ri- most ridiculous casual outfits you can think of. And Crocs. Like, very, very, very expensive. Oh my God, yes, he wears Crocs. Oh, he makes everyone in the office wear Crocs.
1: That's abusive.
0: <laughs> I yeah, think in Australia that would be abusive. against the law.
1: So it has to definitely be set in the U.S.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll set it in the U.S. Everyone has to do American accents uh, oh. if they don't already have one. You and I will have a M. Night Shyamalan style cameo in mm. it. Um, we'll get Rhi obviously. She does that, all of her stealing and stuff. Jamie Dornan realises that his life is in a book and all of his secrets are out there and mm-hmm. he has to keep his secrets covered up um and just like bad art friend he only realizes because someone's like oh this guy sounds like you
1: that could be your cameo <laughs> <laughs> you're the tom mink you're the shit stirrer <laughs> that's me tammy mink tammy
0: mink <laughs> i hate that name Terrible. Sorry to all the Tammy Minks listening. Oh my god. If there's
1: a Tammy Mink listening, (gasps) I will go and lay down in the road right now. Oh so sorry. Side note, I think that we're a few steps removed that I can talk about the reason that the very first episode of my podcast Um, Mm -hmm. cause someone to threaten legal action against us.
0: Oh yes please oh my god I really want to know this because I have been okay so for those of you who don't listen to A Hill to Die On what the fuck is wrong with you? If you listen to us and you don't listen to them like I'm really worried about you but the first ever episode of Hillpod was about uh, our baby's baby names getting more and more ridiculous Oh, I'm paraphrasing but the, the first episode had to be re-edited because somebody threatened legal action. Mm-hmm. Take it away. I want to know. Please. Okay. I want to know all the juicy details. Bad art friend me up, babe. Okay. Let's
1: go. All right. So, um, yes. Yeah, so our very first episode was uh, Baby Names Becoming More Absurd. Um, I mm-hmm. was really proud of it. I thought it was a, quite a funny episode. Um, and it got lots of listens straight away from like our network but I was noticing like within the first day that there was a surprisingly large amount of listeners from California, which is weird. We don't know too many people from California, but Kara used to live in the United States for a little while. And so I was like, okay, so someone she knows from there is listening. Anyway, a few days later, I um, got a message from Kara, and they said that, well, it, it'll kind of happen at once. So basically, in the episode, one of the names that we like piss ourselves laughing over is mm-hmm. this baby name called Banjo Goff. So banjo, like the twing, <laughs> twing, twing <twink> thing. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, could have just said instrument. Um, <laughs> I would have gone with Banjo Patterson,
0: Goff. but I guess we do have oh, other, yeah. overseas listeners, so they probably wouldn't. Yeah,
1: yeah. And Gough, G-O-U-G-H, so, like, yep. Gough Whitlam, who was a
0: prime minister? Minister, yes.
1: He was a prime minister. Ousted by, like, the CIA and shit, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. It? yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, what haven't they done? Um. <clears throat> anyway, so Banjo-Gough and their last name. We, I'll, I, I won't re- reveal the last name. I'll beep name, it out. It even you
0: tell higher. me and I'll beep it out. banjo Goff gough Okay, for those of you who couldn't hear it, it's not that funny. Don't worry about it. You're not missing anything. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: Okay, yep. Oh, my God. Um, so, you know, we, we had a good laugh. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, Banjo-Goff's... So, Kara knew, knew about this name because someone that they used to know, who they technically had on Facebook... Um, th- this is the mm. name of their kid. Um, and anyway... <laughs> Clearly, Banjo's dad (laughs) um, listened and heard us dunking on his kid's name um, and sent it to everyone in his family, which, you know, like, I'm sure some of the people in his family were like, you know, it was a bit of a shit name. But, like, but then they all listened and passed it around. And some people, like, in the family started messaging Kara and started messaging... Kara's mother who uh, <gasps> is an academic and like um an author so like very accessible um yeah. and was like to Kara's mother you're a bad parent she, like you raised a mean person and they were calling Kara oh mean God. it was really cruel horrible stuff i got away scot free mind you um <laughs> but it, it jk was- Rowling bullshit you always get away with it yeah exactly So power um but then i received a an instagram message from the dad himself and he sent me a Mm -hmm. link to a google doc so i clicked on the link and it took me to google drive where he had written up this letter for me Mm -hmm. um and he he okay now i feel like shit he explained how it really did hurt his feelings um Mm -hmm. There are a few things that I would like to set the record straight on. Um, he said yep, that said we it. got the, so Kara stated that Banjo was named after Banjo Patterson and Goff was after Goff Whitlam.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the dad disputed this. We decided to to, to let it lie, but Kara's like, I literally have screen caps where they describe the name. Um, their reason, <laughs> the reason was like something about, he was saying it's like, well, actually, it's like my grandma's friend was an Indigenous woman and her last name was Gough. Like,
0: mm. uh... Trying to make you like, feel a bad. Voc-
1: yeah, and I mean, it worked. Like, because, yeah. like, like... That's... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a the lot there. We won't
0: go into about how fucking shitty it is to use Indigenous people to fucking make someone feel bad. when, Especially yeah. when there's proof out there. Yeah, but anyway,
1: six. we won't go into. Um, So... Then there was some sort of thing like I really need you to like take it down, and there was like a it was like a threat of like a legal action, like have to take mm. this further thing, which I maintain even if you could do that from fucking California, um, a judge would be like it's subjectively a shit yeah. name, guys. <laughs> like bang the gavel.
0: Imagine if you imagine if you got the one judge who was like named uh, Zip Zip Money Penny. <laughs> money kool-aid for- or something and you're <laughs> like oh fuck we had to get that <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and the judge is like this is a fine
1: name i don't see the problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know i he was hurt and so i straight away mm. was like and i get it too like i would have been pretty devastated if i had hurt like ugh. Mm -hmm. although I maintain it's a shit name uh, it would have hurt my feelings too so I I edited it out apparently there's one reference to Banjo Goff in there um, that's like really out of place still but I refuse to go back and take it out Um, but anyway so long story short threatened with legal action from this dude in California and all his family and Kara and their mum got a lot of abuse for it Um, so started off with a lot of drama tense yeah
0: See that's what I like in a podcast. So if that doesn't encourage you to listen to your pod, I don't know what will. Imagine if he came back and he was like, "Actually, my grandfather was killed by a banjo, so that's why we <laughs> named him Banjo." That like he would have been just wouldn't have put it past him if yeah. he was laying it on thick. But you know what? You did a very good thing. I think he could have left the legal action out of it, and you still would have changed would, it have because you're it anyway. a good person.
1: Like. Yeah. but
0: it was very good of you to edit that out
1: thank you, sometimes you just gotta take the high horse after you've taken the low horse insulted someone's baby <laughs> <No>. <laughs> take the high horse um, take, the, take the low oh, high horse oh, I got my idioms mixed up again that's alright <laughs> Low horse.
0: get off your high road Josie
1: get <laughs> <laughs> off your little pony <laughs> you can lead a high
0: horse to water but you can't make it take the low road
1: Oh
0: yeah! One that's on track. One of my favorite episodes of Hill Pod. Not to make this whole episode about your podcast. <laughs> it's like Gogglebox. It's like a, a podcast <laughs> about what like listening to a podcast. Oh yeah. Um, which i I was our family was actually one step away from being on Gogglebox. By the way, Whoa. that's a side note story for another day. That's horrific. But yeah, we were almost uh on it, but we weren't brown enough. So there was only one person of colour in our family and they went with a family that was, like, all people of
1: colour, which, you
0: know what, I'm happy for
1: them. You know They're not what, very funny, wise, but, you know, getting... it's fine. Are you saying <laughs> that some people were a quota higher, Jace?
0: I would never say that they cast a family that was not as funny as us just because they were more brown. Ever. <laughs> Why would you think that? But one one of my Favorite episodes of Hillpod is the one where you talk about whether you should wash your um, clothes before you wear them. Uh-huh. See, I that's probably the episode that I most recommend to people or or uh, mention because in a lot of groups that I'm in, people are like, Oh my god, I. Someone will mention something about not washing clothes or mm-hmm. washing clothes or whatever, and I'll be like, Actually, Hillpod does, Hill does a really good episode on this, and you should listen to it, blah, blah, blah. But I listened to that, and from memory, because I listened to it when it first came out, so it's not quite, you know, me, like in one ear out the other. Mm-hmm. You didn't change your heel, but since releasing the episode you have yes is that right am
1: I making that up no no that's that's (laughs) quite correct that that's happened um with the with the leg washing so Mm -hmm. I said that no you don't need to wash your legs and I didn't change my Mm -hmm. heel and I maintain that you don't have to but now it's sort of like oh well now I've thought about it may as well Mm. um yeah but but the clothes that's one where I 100% like wash my clothes now um yeah, it, it like even this thing, like it's my first time wearing it. And I was like delayed gratification, it's the only time mm. where I'll be like, okay, I just don't want to like fucking have blisters all over me, like risk that. Mm. So um yeah, folks should listen to it, but like the one thing I bring up to people is that uh we import clothes that are treated with chemicals. Mm-hmm. Um so from China we'll import clothes. And these clothes can't be returned to China because their regulations about what their clothes, um, their imports, what they can be treated with, basically their exports aren't meeting their import standards. So Mm -hmm. we we, we wear clothes that aren't allowed. They can
0: give it, but they can't take it. Exactly. Like dish it out,
1: but can't take it Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, (laughs) Fucking China. No, we're not going to. No, it's not. not, No, no, this is. (laughs) Please. Oh God, what have I signed up for? No, it's Jersey cancelled. It's just to highlight that, like you know, we're we're willingly wearing things that there are we, standards for. We elsewhere. all have different standards. Yeah, everyone has different standards. That's
0: just that Australia has that's no standards. Yeah, we don't give a fuck
1: unless unless you're a brown person trying to enter the country. True. Or a brown yeah. person, or a which case, yeah, that's true. Or if you were the First Nation peoples
0: of this country, mm. Mm, they'll just be like, see ya. Um, we're not, we're not going to get into the whole, uh, government wants to be able to d- deport indigenous Australians on this podcast, but <sighs> yeah, like, where are they going to fucking go? This is their fucking, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that's,
1: I could get very, oh no, uh, I, Yeah. No, I, yeah. Hear. I hear. yeah, look it up. Look it up. Oh, another Easter but, egg. Sorry.
0: Yes. Oh, um, tell me. No, I want to know.
1: Tell me. Sorry. This is fucking horrific. I don't know how you do this. Like, I think Cara and I need structure because otherwise it would be just like this all the time. We're like, oh, 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 I thought of something and I'll forget (laughs) it if I don't butt in right now. Um, I forget the ending to my stories all the time and never actually get around to them. No. Um, Yeah, no, I just wanted to say uh, we haven't mentioned this on the podcast yet, but if you want (laughs) to see footage of my co-host Cara Brooks, you can find (laughs) them getting married at a Taco Bell. If you type into YouTube, Cara Brooks Taco Bell, <gasps> Associated Press Okay, so video? it's C A R A G H. Yes. Or did, yep.
0: Okay, so I'm probably I'll find it. I'll link yep. that. I'll link. Um, what else <laughs> we talk about? Uh, the uh, art. Bad, bad art, art friend. friend. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. got. A, I'm going to have a lot of links to put in the description, which is fun for me because usually it's just the. Um, fucking socials and stuff yeah 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 I can't wait I'm gonna watch that
1: yeah that's what I'm gonna do before I edit this (laughs) um (laughs) I don't think that's so funny I don't think they're like ashamed of it or anything It's just such an old video that it doesn't really kind of yeah represent Um, them anymore (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um like they're in a a pink dress which if if you know Kara, ah, isn't like, their style anymore? Not yeah. not at all. Kara wears nothing but um, Adidas tr- tracksuits. suits, um, mm-hmm. and that that's great. I love that. Um, I like that they also dress like a cartoon character,
0: like in the same thing every day. Because I also <laughs> do that. I'm I'm in like I when I went shopping with the kids yesterday. I had them as my personal shoppers. Mally was giving me like sunglasses and Elsa was going around finding me clothes as well. And Elsa just, everything Elsa brought me was high waisted denim shorts. That's. And I was like, babe, perfect. you know me so well. I'm like, I have three pairs already. I don't need any more. But honestly, that's my thing. Like, that's. I wear the shorts and I wear usually stripy t shirts or ringer tees or things like that.
1: You just. And the converse. You just reminded me that for Father's Day, um, my son Edgar gave my husband a a happy father's day note and it said things I love about dad and one of the points was wears one exact shirt (laughs) like he was (laughs) he and he noticed like I I was surprised that he was so observant but yeah because like Robert just like buys the same type of shirt just in different slightly different colors he's like I love my dad he wears one exact shirt it's like fucking Homer Simpson ass motherfucker that is so funny <laughs> I love that you know
0: I uh, this is gonna people are gonna be like oh my god Jay scored over shitty parent cancelled but I was filling out one of those um you know those questionnaires that you'll probably like you know those questionnaire things where it's like my dad calls me blank my dad loves blank Aww. my dad is good at blank so It was during the um, peak of last year in the pandemic of Father's Day was like, there was Mm -hmm. no school and like, so there was like really no Father's Day thing. So I did one at home that I printed off the internet so that the kids could do that because Elsie was upset that she didn't get to do one. They were upset that they didn't get to do one at school. So we were doing one, going through one at home and I get, I was doing the one with Mally and Elsie was going to have hers next. And I was reading it out and I said, all right. Uh, my dad always says, and then you can hear Elsie from the doorway go, CAN'T <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I was like, oh, please don't say that. Uh, I'm like, that's an at-home word. Make sure you don't say that, like, around anybody else. Like, please. please Where's the live? I am always was like that is so accurate but also true please don't ever tell but... Me that.
1: oh my gosh I love that I, I love was just like what the, more the, more the fine stuff kids say I love it they do pick up on it. everything and they get so they don't much. get as
0: much credit as they
1: deserve really. oh no no like I kids are so try smart. to make a conscious effort to like you know acknowledge that kids uh, f- full human beings, but mm-hmm. even still, I'm like, how the fuck did you pick up on that? Like, oh my god! I <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah. Uh By the way, when we were messaging, you mentioned that you wanted to tell me about a horrific Friday afternoon pickup.
0: Yes. So that was where I was kind of going with the wash your clothes before you wear them thing. Oh yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> oh no. I got a got a new pair of shorts a few weeks ago will not surprise you that they were high waisted denim (laughs) blue denim shorts and they were sitting on my dresser for ages just I didn't really have a chance to wear them I I have one pair of shorts that I wear pretty much regularly (laughs) Josie's eyes already are like oh my god please don't tell me you didn't you wore them without washing them I did oh Uh, no I was worried you you shut
1: your pants oh no 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 I'm not the one with IBS Okay. It's, I've I'm I've pretty... just had a friend recently confide in me that they shot their pants in front of a school recently and so I'm just like, not again. Oh, no. Not again. Yeah. No, anyway, no, 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 I well, won't name them. I won't name them.
0: No, but you know what? I think it's I think it's hot to shit your pants and uh, <laughs> all my hottest friends have IBS. So yeah. I mean to me it's Sorry. just like, whatever, you do your thing, good for you. Uh you shit those pants. Shit- um, so <laughs> I support you. So I've left them there for ages because I have one pair of shorts that I wear uh, because I am, as I mentioned before, I am a cartoon character. They're these um, high-waisted blue denim uh, paper bag shorts that I wear because they're just so comfy and, like, they stretch and it's – oh, I love them. So I wear them pretty much all the fucking time. <laughs> but I thought – you know what? I think I think maybe the time has come to wear my new shorts and because they were just sitting there looking at me. And, yes, I did have weeks to wash them. I didn't do that because of who I am as a person. So I put the shorts on and I was looking at myself in the mirror. I was, I ripped the tags off, like the price tags off, got rid of them. And I was looking at myself in the mirror, turning around, being like, oh yeah, this is good. I look really good. These shorts like, oh, look at me. And then I hear the bell go while I was admiring myself in the mirror because the the school, without giving away where I live, the school's pretty much behind us. But I have to walk around to get to it. So I hear the bell go and I go, whoops, better... Better get a move on. So I slip on my uh, thongs and I'm out the door. Uh, for the Americans listening, flip-flops. <laughs> flip-flops.
1: <laughs> put a G-string uh, on <laughs> over your shorts.
0: <laughs> So I put my G-string on and I was like, this is the new fashion uh, G-string up over the top. Uh, no, so I put my uh, flip-flops on and I walked, power walked up to the school. About halfway there, I realized that my shorts are riding up my ass cracker quite severely like Vanessa Carlton style making their way uh, downtown, walking fast up my ass and uh, they're whole bound. I don't
1: know what that was. I I, I, I am so sorry. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm I'm so sorry to everybody. Okay. So (laughs) this is going to be my life now. Every time I get a wedgie (laughs) and I'm whole bound. (laughs) (laughs) Making my
0: way down. anyway I won't sing it for you it's uh it's okay so I feel them writing up and I'm like oh great well it's too late now I'm just gonna have to suck it up because I'm kind of closer to the school than I am to home suck Suck it up up. (laughs) suck it up like my ass cheeks did and I decide I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead with it my ass looks great so whatever it's just a little (laughs) bit of extra De- definition that people get to, yeah, just a little treat for all the all the hot dads at school, um, of which there are like three. Yeah, there are I three. Am. So I am realizing then that my upper thigh area is also chafing just a little bit, like our like our uh, protagonist in our film. Just like, oh shh, yeah shh, yeah shh, yeah skin on skin, and I'm like oh god, I probably have a camel toe as well. Uh, why did I choose school pickup to wear these brand new shorts for the first time? I, I don't, I cannot rationalize it. It's because I looked good in the mirror and I was like, this is amazing. What I have to take wrong? these babies on the road. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everything. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm almost there, right? I see the school, children are pouring out of the gate, meeting their parents, hugs and kisses. It's a lovely little moment. And in I was almost gonna say in Brisbane, like you you live here. So you know Yes. I'm used to talking to Ree from Sydney after like here we do this. I don't know if you do that here. But you know those brown seed pods that are really shiny and really fucking yes. hard and they're all over the floor. Yes. And it's brown seed yes. pod season. I step directly on one of those, but just slightly off, and it makes my foot slide out from under my body, and I fall. like a banana peel. Like, yeah, yeah, like I'm on Mario Kart. <laughs> the Brisbane version of Mario Kart is just you chuck those babies all the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I slid, and I kind of bounced a little on my ass and my thigh. <laughs> As everyone's coming out of the school in my shorts that are definitely up my ass and possibly up my fucking like between my flaps probably it's like and then who is walking towards me but probably like the hottest mum at the school oh no who's also like a massive like bitch which is my type oh. absolutely oh, no. my type but oh, also i'm no. very intimidated She doesn't like me because I I, I started smiling at her when I walked past her. And she gave me this look that was like, why are you looking at me? Like, don't look at me. And I was like, oh, fuck. But she's the one person that I slipped right in front of. And as she walks up to me, parallel with me, she looks down at me, (gasps) looks me in the eyes and then just goes, sighs sighs and rolls her eyes and just keeps walking with (laughs) with her kid. And I'm there on the floor. <laughs> oh. Now, she doesn't know this, but I am disabled. So one fall could really take me out. What if I was just lying there and I'm like, can't move. And, and she just, just like, looked at you. <laughs> I
1: was
0: like,
1: what a, what a mole.
0: <laughs> so I'm there and I'm like, oh, okay. And then the embarrassment, you know when embarrassment fuels you? And you're like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to go and run now. Even if you've got like two broken legs, you can still move. Just up and in front of a car. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I get up and I start walking to the school and I get to the gate and I'm standing there. I'm leaning on the gate and I'm like, oh, okay. I've got some support now, like physically with the gate. I'm leaning on it. No, it's fine. (laughs) And I'm waiting for the kids. And they're taking forever because one had netball and the other was um, had like art mural painting or whatever they're doing. So one took 20 minutes to wash the paint off. The other one took 20 minutes to walk from the bus over to the other side of the school. And I'm waiting there and all the parents have, have gone by this point. They've all walked past me and left. And I'm like, okay, I fell, but I look great in these shorts. My ass looks amazing and it's all fine. So that's how I comfort myself. I'm like, okay, everything's gone to shit, but my ass looks amazing. <laughs> Hey, that's sometimes that's all you, you, you've got to take the wins where they Exactly. Where they are. I was like, Massive L's going to hold on to this W. Yep. So the kids finally come out. I can finally go home. We go home and on our walk home, there's a main road. And as I'm walking with the kids, there's a beep and a guy hangs his head out of the ute and like says something to me and I'm like oh great so now I have to explain what catcalling is to my children and why it's wrong and why people do it and why so I had to do that and I explained that I get home the kids settle themselves in I go into my room I immediately get naked because that's what I do when I get home I'm like exhausted everything needs to just come off and I need to lie down so I take off off the shorts and that's when I realize that although I took the price tags off the shorts I did not take that cardboard flap that folds over the waistband that tells you what style they are. I left that on the top of the shorts. So while I thought everyone was checking out my amazing ass and I gave my kids a full rundown of what catcalling was and why people do it, it was actually because I had a tag on my ass that said original mom Short." I left the fucking tag on my shorts, and that, if anything, is the one thing that will make me wash my clothes before I wear them. Because at least I've got to go I over them it. Before... <laughs> yeah, at least if if I if I wash the clothes before I wear them, I know I've gotten all the tags.
1: I just don't know where to locate the worst of that story. Yeah, I hate all of it. It's kind of like highs and lows. <sighs> Fuck me dead. I, nah, 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 nah. (laughs) I, I I couldn't, I could never pick up my, uh, my kids. I'd have to move into a different catchment and go to a different school.
0: Yeah. That was worse than the time that I opened Twitter while I was waiting for my kids and I was sitting (gasps) with friends and, uh, (laughs) it was one of my good friends, (laughs) um, penetrating herself. with a tiptoe I was all like, right
1: Oops. look I can't
0: yeah I still think the short is worse than
1: that I just think that maybe a little a little more agoraphobia for you couldn't hurt yeah yeah See, <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding of
0: course. my it's awful my therapist is always like, what scares you so much? Why don't you like going outside? Why do you get that feeling oh. that you can't leave the house or you can't leave the car? I'm going to make her listen to this episode of the podcast and be like, this is this it. This is why. This is why. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> and oh. I've mentioned on the podcast before, but seeing as you're from Brisbane, you would understand. I'm going to block out the name, but uh, from Brisbane Raw. Okay. His kids go, well, he, A-League soccer player? okay his kids go to my kids school was he i stand next to him there he he, he, yeah i stand next to him every single day at the gate as we wait for our children
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, so it sounds like i'm not reacting at all but i'm just sitting here with my mouth just hanging open Cause I, I'm yeah. very much, I'm definitely someone who, I mean, I think, I think most people get like this, but like I can feel full body cringe on behalf of other people. Yep. Um, yep. and I, <laughs> ah,
0: Josie's looking for an exit and they're not even, yeah. not even in this situation. Nah, nah, nah.
1: I like kids. <laughs> we're, we're homeschooling now.
0: Yeah. That's it. Uh, did I tell you COVID's back in a big way? Everyone's, oh, everyone's going to yeah. school anymore, you got to
1: stay home. Yeah. It was just. It was horrific. I don't think I've done anything like that. Um, while (laughs) while picking up my kids, so I'm sorry that I can't like try and make you feel better. That's fine. In that regard, that's okay.
0: Look, uh, I'm. (laughs) If anything, it's content, and I will do anything for content. You know what? You know what? I'll suffer
1: through anything. At least. And like this is why I fucking, you know, make tweets about trauma, whether in jest or serious, because it's like mm-hmm. I'm not getting all this bullshit handed on to me. And not getting hits of fucking dopamine or serotonin or whatever the dick's name is. Like, I'm milking this for all it's worth. Mm-hmm. So Exactly, yeah, like I
0: get it. I was watching this I've been watching this show and it's been really, really good. It's about like um, people with magic, like abilities and um, like this guy who steals children to make himself young again, like a vampire type thing and turns them into like demons and has this land where he keeps them all. And it's been really, really good. But the mum in it of the main girl is so m- emotionally abusive. It uh, has f- like last night, I it, it ruined me last night because mm-hmm. I was having a great time and then she started like up with this bullshit that Gabby used to do to me and say to me, my mum. And I was just like, I can't, I, this is not fun for me anymore. <laughs> I'm like, they don't really talk about it as if it's abuse in the show, mm. but it is, it's it 100% is, abuse. Yeah. And I said to Michael, I'm like, if they make up after this, at the end of the, if at the, end of the show, she's like, I'm sorry. And the kid's like, I forgive you. I'm going to be really upset because it's not the kind of shit. It's like, not, it's really yeah. horrible stuff. Aww. And it's like it, stuff like, hey, Edgar, how are you? Sorry. <laughs> um, no, that's Having all right. Tantrum. Oh, slamming doors. Very good. That's what, He belongs here on this podcast,
1: actually. That's what we do. You know what? <laughs> we he, have tantrums and slam doors. Hopefully um, he won't be... Like, a podcaster? You know, bitching, bitching. Oh, yeah, he's going to be. He's, uh, yeah, he's going to be. We know. We know. Um, he's already got the posters spirit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so um, my kid has trouble with regulating his emotions.
0: <laughs> Elsa too, don't worry about it. The cat was, she went to pet the cat the other day. And he just walked past her. Sorry. She lost her shit. What? She was like.
1: Sorry, there's a lot going on there. That's the background. all right. It's okay. Just keep just keep it in. It's fine. Holy yeah. fuckadooley. Oh my
0: God. Are you glad you're in here and not out there? Yes. <laughs> Let's keep this baby rolling. <laughs> We're doing a four and a half hour podcast episode today. <laughs> But um Okay, I think the Yeah, the cat quick. walked past Elsa one time when she tried to pat him and she lost it. She was like, He hates me. Everyone in this family hates me. Why am I even alive? And she was like screaming and she went into a room and she's like, I might as well just die. No one in this family loves me and I'm like went and sat down with her and I'm like, Okay, are you feeling this way because Shami didn't want you to pet him? She's like, Yes, and I was like, Oh god <laughs> Oh, please, yeah. just one day without this... I don't know where she gets the dramatics from.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It definitely. Could Edgar be. and I definitely don't cl- cl- um, clash because we're so similar. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so so you were talking about that TV show.
0: Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah, it was just hard for me to... Um, it kind of took me out of it a bit mm-hmm. because... It was a lot of stuff that I went through as a kid. Stuff like, um, like the mum told the kid she can't go to college because she's, she can't be out on her own. She's not old enough to go. She's 18, by the way, this child. And the mum's like, you can't go because this and that. But really, it was because the mum didn't want to be alone and she wanted to force the child to stay with her. And then, like, she found, um, like, condoms, like, unused condoms in her kid's room, like, in a box. And then she took took the kids, um, took the girls' computers, uh, all mm-hmm. of her art stuff, all of that stuff away and was like, you can earn these back. You can't have them, you know, these privileges because I can't trust you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, fucking hell. Like, this is not... Uh, and I don't feel like they um, fully m- sort of... I don't think they press the point enough that that's abuse
1: I think right like are you kind of of... saying are you kind of saying like like I could see how there could be it it could be really well done where like obviously there's this show with like some monster dude right but it's like hey Mm -hmm. he is actually an everyday example of how you can be monstrous towards like people you should love but it sounds like maybe Mm -hmm. upon execution they're not really driving that home yeah
0: yeah because I think it's, I think it's supposed to be that both her parents are not good. Right. Because her dad uh, hit her mum when he has like, apparently it's like only when he has hard liquor or whatever. Oh, that's okay. But it's okay. They're kind of, yeah, <laughs> whatever. It's just don't, don't drink hard liquor and you'll be fine. But yeah, they kind of, it just seems like the execution isn't there mm. in that sense. Right. I think it could have been done much better and it just sort of. Took me out of it a bit because it's like it was like watching conversations and fights with my own mother yeah. on a screen,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I, I actually rolled over and just like looked at my bedside table for a bit. I was like, This is not. I can't. Please, can we just go back to the scary guy who sucks the souls of children and yeah. turns them into demons? Because that w- would comfort me a little bit.
1: No, like so that kind of brings me. I was going to ask you what like your best or worst or most juiciest bit of i don't know discourse of the week has been um uh mm. and i i don't know if this is mine but um it just reminded you know, me of the, me. the pokemon lady the pokemon card lady from yesterday i don't know if you saw it was like this woman she's a com strategist she's like american i'm pretty sure and she's like a hard-right libertarian uh, communication strategist for, Mm -hmm. like, a bunch of campaigns and stuff like that. Um, And she posted this tweet that was, like, um, said, I've taken to burning Pokemon cards. Whenever my kid does something wrong, I burn one of his Pokemon cards, something like that. Um, And I was like, you fucking what? And I, like, clicked on the tweet, and underneath she's like, He comes home and hasn't eaten all of his lunch. Pokemon card. He won't eat his dinner. (gasps) Pokemon card. So like specifically stuff that's related to eating as well. Um, And rightfully so, everyone was going off their, like off about it, Um, which was kind of comforting in its own way. There was only one dude. Mm. There was only one dude who was like, this is great parenting. And she replied with, thank you. My husband thinks I'm a monster. And I was like, motherfucker, he should listen to his instincts. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, and like, and like people just begging her, please go and see a pediatrician and a counselor. Like mm-hmm. this is horrible. And then she was like, I was just joking. You guys get so wound up about everything. And oh. people were like, yeah, you went into like great detail about how you abuse your kid as a joke. Like, yeah. What? Anyway. um, so that was they pretty... always say they're
0: just joking when they get called out.
1: Yes, and it's like that. Even if it was like, that's mm-hmm. not funny. Like that's just not objectively not funny. Um, no, but yeah. So that was that was yesterday's um, quote unquote main character. Um, yeah, I hate that because
0: it's like a lot of parents think, "Well, I bought it for you, so it's mine." But mm-hmm. when you buy things, even like especially for your kids. It's a gift. You're giving Mm. them a gift. Absolutely. And and then you're taking it back and saying, Well, now I'm gonna take this away from you and also destroy it so that no one can ever have it because you didn't eat as much food as I wanted you to. Like I see eating disorders in that child's future if if not already. Yes. Absolutely.
1: And trust issues. uh Uh-huh. She's gonna be (sighs) one of those mums who's like, I don't understand why my son's not talking to Mm -hmm. me. Oh, i tried so hard fucking i did my best and I, hey you know what's scary she might actually be but if mm-hmm. she's got the resources and people telling her to go get help and she's not mm-hmm. like but also i do question if it's like an ideological thing so i was thinking about it and i'm like i kind of said this i'm like you know my approach with edgar he's got sensory issues with food anyway a mm-hmm. lot of kids do um but you know we've learned that the only approach we can have is just be like hey mate I understand this is not easy for you um I, I I tell him like I know that when you're ready you will be try. like I know that you'll try food when you're ready and it's slow going but it works um yeah he's he's not malnourished um but like so I was saying like that feels spiritually if you're thinking about libertarianism it's supposed to, like, a part of it is body autonomy, right? And so I'm like, well, that feels like spiritually it should be more libertarian than this woman's approach. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered so many fucking libertarians are all about my property. Whatever's on my property is mine, my rules, yeah, up to and including their children. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I hope she can get help and I hope that kid, like, can... Get out not of Not be abused. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I just think it might be so deeply ingrained into that person's, like, ideological uh, framework.
0: A lot of people, parents will be like – like, in my situation, Gabby was always like, oh, I never hit you. Mm-hmm. To say, like, like, how am I a bad person? You mm-hmm. know, I was a great parent. I never hit you. But it's like, okay, thanks for not hitting me, but also – a what why is stuff? that something that you feel like you have to get praise for? Like yeah. oh I never hit you. Okay. Yay, thank you. Oh, you're amazing. But also, yeah, the other stuff, like when I was in trouble, I got all my books taken away from me. I got, you know, all the stuff that I enjoyed doing taken away from me because she was pissed that when I got into trouble, I would go to my room
1: and I would have everything that I needed in my room. So, so she you would were take the stuff away. Soothing yourself. And, like, yeah. calming down in your own space. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that that wasn't enough. She needed to be more punitive. Yes. So she would cool. take my books, my art stuff, my music,
0: everything that I used to sort of calm down. And she was like, this is a way better way of, of punishing you for doing the wrong thing because because I didn't lay a hand on you. It's like, well, come like I kind of feel like – like, obviously not to um, – Cause I don't really have that experience, but in a way, sometimes I would think I would rather you hit me and then send me to my room where I have my comforts. That would, for me, that would have been just
1: so much nicer. It's that's not an uncommon refrain. Um, even Uh, obviously I don't no, 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 I know. I know you're saying that, sorry, I didn't mean to butt in. Like, I understand you're saying like, I don't think that one's better than the other, but like, um, I guess it's a way to like, like so. For for folks who um, don't follow me or whatever, um, or listen to Hill Pod, um, my degree is in justice. Uh, my particular area is um, victimology, and so quite often, um, you know, especially looking into. Uh, like intimate partner violence and domestic violence, Mm -hmm. it is not uncommon for people to say, I almost, not wish, but it would have been Mm. better if I had been hit because, it, it. and this could be true in many contexts, it's like, well, if I was hit instead of emotionally abused, then like you can recover from physical things. Mm-hmm. I mean there's still mental trauma there of course. But they're, they're more or less expressing like uh, there's evidence. <laughs> there's evidence yep, that exactly. it happens. That's what people I was respond say. to it much more quickly and severely um, than than other forms of abuse um, and it's just this whole thing. It, it and there's an end. It at least it's there's a perceived end point to it. Like it's an episode and then you can it's kind over. of get away theoretically yeah. um so yeah like you i'd no judgment from me um for you saying that because yeah i that that's something that comes up quite a lot in the literature um yeah it's also similar in the fact like
0: um sort of like a little content warning for like sexual assault i guess but um in some of my situations when i'm i'll see people say when someone's sexually assaulted, I'll see people say, well, at least they weren't murdered. You know, they can go on and live a life and stuff. But even in, like, um, television shows and stuff, it's like, oh, it could have been worse. Well, like, I have to live with that. I kind of, like, in a lot of time, like, not presently at the moment, but I have mm-hmm. in a lot of instances when I'm feeling really low or when I'm back in that mental um, state, I'll think, you know, I, I feel like it would have been a lot better if I had just
1: been, like, afterwards, like,
0: yeah. just... Yeah. I'm really sorry if this is, like, hard to... No,
1: no, no, do. I... But no, 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 this... Uh, for listeners, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, for anyone, <laughs> yeah, like... Big content warnings at the beginning, I think. Yeah. yeah, I
0: kind of just... Yeah, I kind of feel in some points when I'm feeling low again about it, like, I wish it had just ended there. It just... Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have to live... It, live through it again and again and again and again because, like, the act... And then you've
1: got to live through memories or every time you see a new therapist, you've got to go through it again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, For me personally, like that is the worst part The act itself. uh, I mean, of course, Mm -hmm. that's where the the damage stems from and obviously a necessary part of the trauma. But like the worst part is actually the aftermath by far. Like that's that's the Mm -hmm. harm. Um, Obviously, everyone's different with their experience but like I can go through periods of like being fine and not even feeling um, mm-hmm. anger or um, like I need to get a sense of justice or something and then sometimes yeah. I'll have like a period of like real intense like, you know, just, just in a bit of a down way and I'm just – that's when I become resentful and I'm like this motherfucker is out yeah. there. Um, They don't carry this. Um, yeah, like exactly. Like it's like – Um, but then, you know, it, it always, it always ends, like always Uh, kind of get through it. So
0: I, I get very, um, upset when people say that, you know, you you have to move past it and forgive (laughs) and forget so that you can heal. It's like, well, no, no, no. I think people who go through shit like that through these traumatic experiences should be given the space, no matter how long ago it was, how frequently to be, uh, not spiteful, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Just to be pissed about it. Like, that could be you angry. can remain, yeah. yeah, you can remain a victim for as long as you want. People will always say, I see so many fucking people who are like do-gooders trying to be all, you know, blah, um, say like, oh no, you've got to get out of the victim mentality. You're not a victim, you're a survivor. It's like, excuse me, I don't feel like a fucking survivor. Like, I will not, I will not, I I say ever, but I don't know if there's ever going to be a point. So I can't, like, at this point in time, I have never, ever thought of myself as a survivor of sexual assault. Yeah, I've always yeah. thought of myself as, like, either an experience, like I've experienced it or I have, um, yeah, sometimes I'll be like, yes, I was a victim, like, and you know what? If someone wants to be like, "I was a victim of this or that," let them. Like, yeah, it's let them be a victim. Like, so, I don't know why we're trying to make people be so fucking strong about it. Because
1: it's uncomfortable. Um, that, so, like, you know, one of my um, one of my units I've done was uh, a topic called crimes of violence, and there's a whole. And, and, and just even in victimology in general, like the word victim, um, there's like in fucking academia in general, like terms are contested um, and, and mm-hmm. what, what words mean, like it's a whole fucking field in, in and of itself. But I use the term victim survivor hyphenated unless, mm. unless someone says I would rather be called this and that's when you adapt mm. your language just with everything. Um, and I use both because I feel like it gives space for both of those things to exist at once. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with the word victim, but I do acknowledge that there's like a passivity or like a, other people might project something onto you for that. Yeah. Um, But I don't think, I think the word victim is fine if people want to say that. And then survivor, I know people are like, okay, you've lived through it. There might be an empowering thing. And so it's like, automatically um I just call people victim survivors so then it it can encompass everything um that is experienced and you know if as we've kind of articulated like sometimes you might be more on the victim Mm -hmm. and sometimes you might be on the survivor spectrum and it's both it's both yeah um
0: it's if you want to call yourself a survivor because you feel like you have pushed through something horrific which you have then by all means, fucking go for it. Like I will 100% pump you up and be Mm -hmm. like, fuck yeah, Destiny's Child, Survivor. But it's that's the thing. Like I will never tell you if you've experienced something, even if I've experienced the same thing, I will Mm. never tell anyone how to identify ever. Like it's not my business. It's not my business. But in the same breath, please other people, Stop projecting
1: that onto me, because I don't yeah. feel like a survivor. I might I, in the future, but I don't feel like it. I'm a survivor, but not a thriver. If that makes sense. So I'm technically alive, ah. but I'm not thriving. I ain't thriving. <laughs> She's very ill. <laughs> I like it. Okay, I like that. I'm a. Yep, that's good. Um, just, just came. Just one, just a little treat from my little, little organ up there. Lexicon. Yeah. A little organ. Um, A little organ, my brain. (laughs) Not my dick. Um, But, (laughs) um, well, I was going to say, oh, yeah. um, Another thing I wanted to bring up, sort of while we're on that topic, something that I think of a lot um, in. Content warning. Yeah, something I think of a lot um, (laughs) is, you know this could be in the context of any form of violence. Um, it, I it, I guess another thing is, like, um, I have lived experience with um, homicide. So someone yeah. in my family um, was murdered by their husband. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, like, I guess grief has been a part of my life for a very long time. And something that... Um, I have come to realize is that, you know, people like oh you got to forgive, like you were saying that before. Mm -hmm. You don't got to do anything, Um, and forgiveness for some, in some contexts, forgiveness is the only thing that you, as a victim survivor of something, have left. Mm -hmm. Like that's the only kind of whether or not that other the perpetrator perpetrators want forgiveness is irrelevant Mm -hmm. um but it's still up to a victim survivor like they hold that and that's theirs so if they want to give it they can give forgiveness and they can take it back at any fucking time as well Mm -hmm. and so i guess i i feel like that sort of realizing that um obviously your mileage may vary but i think that helps me a lot to be like actually right now i'm taking back my forgiveness um And I might give it again one day. And, like, I don't engage with anyone. Like, I don't engage with these Mm. people to, like, do that. But I'm just, like, mentally, it's like, actually, no, I'm going to be angry right now. and My forgiveness isn't there right now. Um, But also I find that empowering because I'm like, yeah, it's my forgiveness. Yeah. And I get to spend it. And, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, I don't know.
0: Trauma. Yeah. (laughs) Because the other person doesn't give a shit, really, essentially. You're – if someone has done something horrible to you, the only one that – is suffering or benefiting really from your forgiveness or you know that kind of thing is is you if you Mm -hmm. if you want to forgive in order to move on that's fine like if you feel in your heart that will make you feel lighter Mm -hmm. and it will help you uh deal with whatever then that's good however if if you want to hold on to that anger, like, and let it fester, like, fucking do it. Because, like, if sometimes anger feels fucking good. Some, anger can feel fucking amazing. Yeah. And I think that's something that people don't talk about enough. I think everyone jumps so quickly to whether it be abuse or, you know, sexual abuse or, you know, the murder of a family member or someone you know, any kind of injustice that has been done towards you or a loved one. It can feel so mm-hmm. good to be angry. It can. And it can help because, like it's as if you if you're itchy, you see someone telling you don't scratch it. It's like, it's the same just thing. Sometimes scratching it is just, oh, it feels so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Forgive the itch. Just don't so, think about it.
1: Like, um, an, another, another recommendation for folks out there is one of the things that sort of brought me at, like, um, I had a history in like studying science and then sort of all these things coalesced or, like, lined up so that um, I went into a justice degree. Um, But one of these things was this book called Rage Becomes Her, and it's Mm -hmm. by an author called – I might be mispronouncing, but it's Soraya Kamali. Um, And she wrote this entire book about ways that women's anger has been stifled and, and, you know, we're using – a gender binary language here but um yeah you know she's saying that anger has been seen as something that should that is inherently masculine and um but also negative if you aren't masculine and you feel that or express that and mm-hmm. she was actually just like no actually it's just a feeling and it can be a really great driver like you have control of how you use that anger um like repressing it isn't letting us deal with those emotions and but you can harness that anger to do really uh, incredible stuff with and I was like fuck yeah like and so often I have a big fire in my belly and that's sometimes the only thing that gets me doing the stuff Mm -hmm. um I I don't think it's sustainable um like you gotta have some joy and everything but like there's nothing inherently wrong yeah with feeling angry um and, and, and feeling that or acting upon it in a way that isn't then hurt, harming someone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I still feel anger from a lot of things that have happened to me. Like I've, I'm, I haven't spoken to Gabby in over a year, I think. I cut her off. Oh, probably close to mm-hmm. two years actually. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just felt like any conversation trying to um, explain how I was affected by the things that she did to me in childhood and even now was just ignored and then it was turned around on me and it was like, well, I did my best. I guess that wasn't good enough for you. And like all that kind of stuff, like turning it. I never said that. I never did that. And I was just like, this is just going to keep going around and around and around and around. I have like proof of things that she said to me. And then her saying, I didn't do that.
1: You don't need that shit. Whatever.
0: I just, I was just a circle, a cycle. And I was like, I cannot have this in my life. It is bringing me way too much negativity Mm. I was like I don't have to deal with this anymore and of course every gift was like thrown back like I did this for you Mm -hmm. I did that for you it's like well yeah but I don't want anything from you then if you're gonna just use that to be like this is what I did for you don't give me anything I don't want it I don't want it so I cut her off um but I still I, I go through cycles of being like did I go too far? Uh-huh. Was I being unfair? And then I'll go through a cycle of like, I'll go to the point where I'm like, no, actually she's fucking horrible to me. You know, I, I cannot even, I'm, I won't go into it, yeah. but I'll get to the point where I'm angry and I'm like, no, I'm pissed. I'm really pissed. that So much of my childhood was taken by, you know, this and that. And she forced body image issues on me and she pit me against my cousins and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, no, I'm fucking angry. And then, you know, it's a, it's a cycle, it's cyclical. I just go back and forth uh-huh. and all around and it's like, I just... Mm.
1: But the one thing that is steady is that she is not a good influence in your life and she's showing no signs of changing. Exactly. So I haven't spoken to my dad in about six and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very similar thing um, when I brought stuff up, stuff thrown back on me, Um and there was just this conversation I was just like dad I love you but I can't do this anymore and I hung up the phone on him Mm -hmm. um and you know I it it goes through cycles I go through cycles you know I feel a lot of sadness Mm -hmm. and guilt all the time um but then also like I'll be reminded of something and I'm like Basically everything you said it totally fucking tracks and it's like I'll go through periods like of understanding that he was the way that he is for horrible reasons like mm-hmm. but that doesn't detract that doesn't detract what he did nor does it change the fact that he was given many opportunities to change, to change. yeah and he refused he refused mm-hmm. um and also the hurt still exists. Um, and, and also, I I don't know about you, but for me, um, especially having a kid, I'm like, well, even if I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, especially if someone is very good at manipulating you, you'll forgive them. And I'm someone I'll be like, fine. Yes. Like, let's just mend this and move forward. Um, and so if I can't, if I can't keep someone who is a horrible presence in my life away from myself then I at least can be like well I value Edgar and his well-being and I don't want anyone like my father in his life and so that was the thing that I was able to be like yeah I think you've actually mentioned this on the podcast before and I was like in tears because I was like (laughs) (laughs) like um
0: if you can't do something for
1: yourself then
0: it can often be easier to do things for other people like I get that a lot Mm -hmm. it's like I value I value other people more than I value myself, especially like my kids and, you know, if I can if I can mold this decision in a way that is centered on helping protect someone else, <laughs> then in turn I'm also protecting myself. Like it's it's got to be Sometimes it's got to be molded in a certain you gotta way. You've got to reframe it in exactly. a way. Like, exactly. Like
1: sometimes I'll even do it, you know, I very much, um, you know, sometimes I have to have friends reframe it for me and be like, Josie, mm-hmm. I don't – one of my friends actually, um, she's incredible. She – whenever I say anything negative about myself – that isn't constructive and isn't going to help me. She's just like, don't talk about my friend that way. And I was no. just like, oh. And, <laughs> and so, like, I kind of remember that because it's like sometimes I'll say something horrible about myself. And then I'm like, no, that, I'm someone's friend. Mm-hmm. They're not going to let mm-hmm. me get away with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I just That's think nice. that. Um, like that. Yeah, like of course I fucking need to address the underlying issues of like self-esteem yeah. and and self-worth, mm. but you know for the meantime there are ways to reframe it um, that I think are useful. But also
0: you can't you can't get to the underlying things if, unless you go through the top layer first. Like that's true. That's true. You gotta dig, babe. Hey,
1: I'm not feeding my. You know, I'm not feet. Like if I don't eat or fucking shower, um, I, like. You know, I got to do that shit if I ever want to get to a fucking therapy appointment, like. Yeah,
0: you've got to you got to like chip away at the top layers before you get down there,
1: like. We're talking about real basic stuff here that I am sometimes yeah. incapable of doing.
0: Foundation. Yeah. Oh, me too. I honestly, the only reason that I'm like showered and have washed hair is because I went out yesterday. <laughs> I would not have. And sometimes even when I do go out, it's like I'm like mm,
1: Come hey why do you think i fucking this? wear this purple head wrap all the time you just pop <laughs> her on you don't have to worry about it
0: <laughs> it's so no one knows you're secretly jk
1: Rowling under there we've been through this that that is the true reason it's not because i'm just a slob <laughs>
0: <laughs> no absolutely not uh josie thank you so much for joining me uh in this episode today i've been asked by Reed to pass on uh all of their love yep
1: Yep. The love is returned. I won't just let that. I, I just won't that. I won't let that hang there. I love them back. So <laughs> you're just like, "Thank, Thank you." you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so uh got that and they would have been so pissed at me if I didn't pass that along. Um but yes, we both absolutely love you. We said like I was joking at the start about the whole unhinged, you're at the top of our unhinged list, but we genuinely, when we thought about guests that we would want to get on, both of us straight away were like, Aww. Josie. It's like, Josie was like up the top.
1: Oh, thank and
0: you. It means a lot to both of us that you would come on the pod. And um, I think we've cycled through a lot of- A
1: lot of uh, shit.
0: <laughs> we covered so many topics and not even everything that I wanted to cover. No, so hopefully no. we can get you on again uh, happy to at some point.
1: Where can people find you? Where can people find the pod? Sure. So you can find uh, my podcast, A Hill to Die on, on any app that does podcasts. Uh, or you can follow us at A Hill to Die on Pod on Twitter or A Hill to Die on Pod on Instagram. Um, if you don't have those, just fucking Google. Um, <laughs> or you can follow me personally on Twitter at at J S P C R one. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It was just like, you know, it's just, it's chatting with a friend. It was so fun. I um, really enjoyed like, it. Like, yeah, it's so fun. It's fucking classic to ADHD people talk, <laughs> you know? like, this is just like, where it's just like, I'm going to have to, like, I literally with my best friend, um, who of course, naturally has ADHD as well. Yeah, We all um, flock together. Like we joke that we have to have, we have to have like a fucking agenda before we meet up for coffee. Cause it's like, I've got to try and remember all the things I want to hit. I mean, I never, I don't, I don't, I, I, I lose my lists. I have,
0: so. I have it in, I still have a couple of topics in my notes app that I wanted to touch on with you that I just oh didn't God. get to. So all right. we'll have to do this well, again. you'll
1: have to have me back on. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: so that sounds great. Josie, I have a question for you before we go. Yeah, sure. Even though I listen to every episode of your podcast, find out the uh, the horrors and terrors that lurk beneath everyday uh, things uh, and do not take on any of your advice. Mm-hmm. Do you still like me?
1: I do. Yay. Do you still like me? Of course
0: I do. Of course. And I know that all of our listeners are going to love you as well.
1: I, I do have some bad news for you, though. Oh, the, the 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 mother who passed you while you were on your ass at the school after doing a fucking Mario Kart slide, I don't think she likes you.
0: <sighs>
1: I know she doesn't
0: like me. Well, maybe she just likes me so much that she actually can't stand to look at me. Reframing.
1: Sorry, right. right. a bunch of people don't like me because... No, that's that's a story for another day. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, write it down. Write it down. We'll, go, um, we'll talk about it. Oh, I know. Uh... Do you still like me, Tracy Spicer? No, she does not. Uh, she blocked me <laughs> on Twitter. Um, <gasps> there could only be one Spicer remaining between us. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. Anyway. so It's just a, a Spicer yeah. throwdown. If
0: yeah. your last name is Spicer, get in contact. We'll uh, we'll have you uh, at our event where Ree fights Carl Sanderlands and Ben Lee kisses Carl Sanderlands. We'll also oh. have Josie fight anyone who has the last name Spicer.
1: No, don't. No, no, no. Because all, all the all the men in my family are criminals.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this has been another episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod. And you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me on instagram and twitter at and you can find jace on instagram at jace.cordova and on twitter
0: at jacecordova thanks for listening